Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Thursday, January 21st. And these are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. The Biden administration entered the White House, determined to battle and end the coronavirus pandemic. But their purpose and planning could only get them so far. President Biden's team is just now getting a clear picture of how badly the previous administration had managed the crisis. One coordinator in Biden's COVID-19 response team said that what they're, quote, inheriting from the Trump administration is so much worse than what they thought. It's not just the spread of the virus that the Biden team has to tackle. The new administration has to handle the growing frustration around states being unable to vaccinate their residents quickly enough. States across the country are grappling with massive vaccine shortages, and hospitals and pharmacies have begun to run out. From the accounting to the way vaccines are allocated and scheduled for delivery, The system does not allow for the swift movement of vaccines off the manufacturing line to distributors. That's on top of the disinformation and misinformation about the virus. In some cases where people still believe the virus is a hoax and that public health guidelines are too strict. Overall, White House officials have discovered that the Trump administration's response to the pandemic was more flawed than what they previously understood. Guess who's back? The U.S. is a member of the World Health Organization again. Dr. Anthony Fauci, President Biden's chief medical advisor, personally informed the group of the news on Thursday at a meeting and said that Biden had already signed paperwork that will extinguish former President Trump's attempts to withdraw the nation from the WHO. As the coronavirus pandemic wages on, Fauci confirmed that Biden intends to help the international effort to deliver vaccines to poorer countries. He also said that the U.S. will play its full part in advancing, quote, multilateral efforts for COVID-19 vaccine, therapeutic and diagnostic distribution, equitable access and research and development. Issue after issue inherited from Trump's White House is just slapping President Biden in the face since he's become president. And yes, I know it's only been a day. New unemployment numbers were released Thursday, and they don't look so good. Biden has obtained the worst-performing jobs market of any new president in modern U.S. history. According to the Washington Post, some 900,000 people filed new unemployment claims during Donald Trump's last week in office. The latest figures show that the nation's unemployment rate stands at 6.7%. There are nearly 10 million fewer people with jobs now than at the start of last year. Before March, the highest number of new unemployment claims ever filed in a week stood at nearly 700,000. It has yet to fall below that figure during the coronavirus pandemic. There's some good already coming out of the Biden administration. Late Wednesday, it announced a halt on deportations for 100 days to ensure a, quote, 
fair and effective immigration enforcement system focused on protecting national security, border security, and public safety. While the announcement was hailed as a victory for immigrant rights groups, it leaves a lot of leeway for the acting Secretary of Homeland Security to still allow deportations at their discretion. Additionally, the moratorium will not apply to individuals who, quote, voluntarily agreed to waive any rights to remain in the United States, provided that he or she has been made fully aware of the consequences of the waiver. In the past, immigration lawyers have complained that their clients were pressured to sign such waivers or that they signed them without fully understanding what they were committing to. Who would stand up for white supremacists? Oh, probably other white supremacists. Speaking of which, almost immediately after President Biden's inauguration, on-air talent over at Fox News united around a message of rejecting the leader's call for unity. Many of the anchors and hosts at Fox saw Biden's repudiation of racism as a personal attack on all Trump voters. In particular, former George W. Bush advisor Karl Rove railed against Biden's call to battle racism and white supremacy. On Thursday morning, the Fox News contributor said that that part of the inaugural address personally offended him. Though he did admit that it was a good speech, Rove tried to assert that America is only, quote, divided as a country politically over questions of policy and direction. He seems to think that racism is not an issue. The ordeal just makes the situation even worse at Fox News after far-right nationalist and on-air host Tucker Carlson complained on Wednesday night about Biden's rejection of white supremacy. Because of that, Carlson now insists that the White House is demonizing half the country. After Donald Trump's obvious defeat in the 2020 presidential election, clear-minded people would probably think the QAnon movement would die off, especially after Joe Biden's inauguration. But, nope. Unfortunately, history has shown us that failed prophecies and frustrated predictions don't always mark the beginning of the end for some radically asinine social movement. Instead, the chaos could only become bigger and maybe even branch off and lead down another crazy winding road. Social psychologist Leon Festinger and his colleagues studied the case of the Seekers, a small UFO religion where people believed that they would leave the Earth in a flying saucer in the 1950s. Festinger came to the conclusion that when groups are deeply convinced that they're right and they have some sort of social support from other members of their group, they can maintain their belief system even when there's overwhelming evidence against it. According to Festinger, fringe members of a movement who are hit with a touch of reality are more likely to admit that they're wrong. After all, Hillary Clinton was supposed to have been arrested three years ago, but we definitely saw her freely attending Joe Biden's inauguration. Speaking of which, Biden was never supposed to have become president. But then, there are other followers who may double down, reinterpret, and regroup. And rather than disbanding, QAnon believers have already made their way into Congress. Not to mention that former President Trump claiming that he, quote, will be back in some form, does not help these conspiracy theorists grasp the truth. All of this suggests that even if Trump is convicted for inciting the January 6th riot, QAnon Trump loyalists will still hold him down. Unfortunately, they probably won't go anywhere. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know.
find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 